it's good to see everybody. I'm glad you're here, and those of you joining online as well. We've got several things to be in prayer about, and uh, we'll we'll do that. I'm grateful that we can uh, meet together and pray together. There's certainly power in prayer, and um, so um, I think uh, the good thing is is that God knows there's nothing that we inform Him about, and uh, when we come to Him, we don't have to clean ourselves up or dress ourselves up. We just come to Him as we are, and then He does. The cleaning up he does that work that we could never do and we just have to come to him as we are and then trust him so that's what i want to uh, encourage you with tonight and um and that's what this song uh reminds us about come out of sadness from wherever you've been come broken hearted let rescue begin come find your mercy Oh sinner, come near Earth has no sorrow that heaven can hear Earth has no sorrow that heaven can hear Lay down your burdens Lay down your shame all who are broken lift up your face oh wanderer come home you're not too far lay down your hurt lay down your heart come as you are There's hope for the hopeless and all those who've strayed. Come sit at the table, come taste the grace. There's rest for the weary, rest for it endures. Earth has no sorrow that heaven can't cure. Lay them down. Lay down your burden. Lay down your shame, all who are broken, lift up your face, oh wanderer, come home, you're not too far, so lay down your your heart come as you are there's joy for the morning oh sinner be still earth has no sorrow that heaven can heal earth has no sorrow that heaven can Lay down your burdens, lay down your shame, all who are broken, lift up your face. 
on your heart come as you are come as you are come as you are isn't that great that's the only way to come to him we, we come to him you know there's a hymn uh, just as I am and um Ryan, I forgot to put my mic on, so I'm sorry. I'll just I'll just stay with this, <laughs> um, just as I am. And that's uh, you know through the years, uh, you know that song, that message of that song has has been used for invitational, and and that's the only way we come to it. And you know I I'm sure you have. I've talked with people before, you know about maybe salvation or about coming to church or about the things of God, and and. You know, people will say, "Well, I've got to get some things in my life straight first, and you know, it's like I got to I got to get it all lined up right, and then I'll then I'll do that. Then I'll come to church, or then I'll get right with God." And if we could do it on our own, then you know, why would Jesus have had to come, and why would we even need to trust in Him? But we can't. You know, we're we're separated from God, and and He takes us as we are. That's the good news. Um, I know that we we maybe maybe there's a reverential effect where. Um, hey, um, that's God we're talking about, or that's you know going to. I need to get myself cleaned up, um, but we come to Him because that's what He will do. Uh, he will justify us, and He will sanctify us, and He will cleanse us, and and He will redeem us, and He does it through the powerful blood of Jesus. And and um, so we come to Him as we are. We don't stay that way. He changes us from the inside out, and it's a wonderful change. And it's a change that we can't do ourselves. It's a change that this world can't do for us. It's a change that no person can do for us. But I'm grateful for the wonderful change that, that God will bring to us when we just simply come to him by faith and come to him as we are. And he will, um, he will give us hope and uh, he will give us uh, forgiveness and, and he will uh, he'll take away sorrow and give us peace and give us joy. And so I pray that you know about that joy and that peace tonight. And uh, if not, we'll just, let's just come to him as we are. And that's what he does. That's what God specializes in, and he's still in the business of doing that if we'll just come to him. So uh, I just give him praise for that tonight. We come to him as we are, and then he does for us what we certainly don't deserve and and uh, gives us that wonderful peace and joy and change in our hearts. Uh, anybody have a word of praise on your heart tonight? I, I tell you what, if Miss Helen was here right now, she'd say, I'm so glad to be here. Uh, she's not here, and, and we know that she had a procedure, and, and uh, so we'll uh, be praying you know, for her. She's at home now. And that everything will uh, that she'll continue to recover, but but I just thought I'd speak on her behalf. If she was here, she would say, "I'm just glad to be here, thankful to be here," and I hope that you are too. And I'm glad that you're here, and uh, so good to see each of you. And I just wonder, does anyone else have a word of praise on your heart tonight? So it's so good that he doesn't say, "You try really hard, and you turn over things and get things right, and then maybe I might I might hear you, you know, just as we are." And, uh, and his his grace, his his amazing grace and his mercy, praise the Lord for that. Anybody else tonight?
like that time with the Lord and being able to pray anytime, anywhere. And we never get a busy signal. He's He's always there. He's faithful and He's able. It's a great way to spend time on the road, time with God. Vicky. anxious about that and I know there's a lot of prayers going up and we'll uh, we'll share that in just a moment and also continue to lift her up in prayer but I give the Lord praise for that for the procedure that Rebecca Wilson had God's mercy and his grace any others tonight amen I love it I love Wednesday nights um, it's, it's special I'm, I'm grateful. I appreciate, you know, being able to gather together and midweek and sometimes uh, we need to get our spiritual batteries recharged and it's great to be able to do that. And I, I'm so glad to see y'all and those of you online too. Um, I'll, I'll pull up, go ahead and do this while I'm thinking about it, make sure my volume's down, but um, I'll go ahead and pull up the live stream and um, that way I'll be able to receive any, any prayer requests and I see Don Kelly and Faye Merck are, are joining us. Cindy Lewis as well. I got your uh, your message, Cindy, and I'll, I'll share that in just a moment. Matter of fact, let's do that right now. We've got several things uh, uh, to be uh, praying about, and uh, no need to put that off. Um, and as you had, had shared, um, Vicki, uh, Bobbery has reminded us that uh, as of uh, 519 this afternoon, Rebecca, the uh, doctor said... Um, he was able to remove a substantial amount of tumors and also removed a hernia and uh, a rebuilt wall said uh, all look good and Rebecca and Gerald uh, need our prayers this week so they have it and uh, we we will uh, certainly uh, pray for them uh, tonight and um, and then also uh, Cindy uh, sent me a, uh, a message asking us to pray for Gary Huff uh, this is Mark Lewis's brother-in-law. Uh, he's um, down at Medical University of South Carolina for a, a liver transplant. And so let's remember Gary also as we pray tonight. And um, and then uh, Valerie's sister, Laura Moore, will have her surgery on Friday. And uh, they, was it golf ball size? Golf ball size uh, tumor, and, and uh, it's affecting her vision, so praying everything will go smoothly there and, and a good recovery um, that's Valerie's sister Laura yeah Laura Moore uh, Valerie's sister and uh, and then Helen Talbert I, I mentioned her um, she had a pacemaker surgery and uh, they were supposed to do that initially today but they moved it up to yesterday uh, um, and so uh, procedure went well and they went ahead she thought she was going to get to go home yesterday evening, but they kept her overnight. And uh, So let's continue to re remember. Uh, Cindy sent me a, a text that everything went well, and that they you know, will continue to pray for, uh, for Helen. And uh, when I talked to her on the phone, she said, everybody's telling me that I'm going to feel better. So I, I pray that she will, and we'll certainly pray you know, for her also. And, uh, and then uh, several in our church family that are going through times of bereavement and we want to remember them uh, as we pray tonight as well and um, and so uh, any any prayer request any any additional requests if you're online go ahead and, and uh, 
comment those we'll we'll uh, we'll share those with others but any any others tonight any updates or uh, any special requests tonight health uh, through this. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you about Amy too. Um, she, she does photography and so um, anybody needs photography uh, special events or, or whatever um, she does a wonderful job and uh, she's got a great studio I guess it's in Easley oh in Pickens okay what's the name of the of her uh, simply okay but Amy simply beloved okay and um so, uh, but she does a uh, a wonderful job, and and uh, and she's she's was really busy. I know during Valentine's, but um, but they were not able to participate in the baby dedication. So she reached out to me and said, "Is there another list?" And I said, "Mother's Day." So uh, so we have another baby dedication uh, planned for that uh, Boone and Addie. So that'll be coming up um, on Mother's Day. So that'll be a sweet way to to have Mother's Day so um, but yeah let's remember Amy with Daniel's schedule and everything and okay okay so let's continue to pray for Daniel while he's away and and then um, also for Amy as she's trying to keep things going and, and hold things together at home and we certainly will be uh, praying for them uh, remember Jane Pratt as well uh, and and then um Bob Collins is, is at a uh, facility over in Powdersville, and I know that's a blessing to Jennifer and Stoney, and and uh, and, I, and, the, and Kathy will be joining. If she hadn't already, so the plan is for her. She's over at Mana uh, going through therapy for her breathing, but uh, but just remember Bob and, and Kathy as we uh, pray tonight. And uh, are there any others? I'm looking forward to Sunday, and in fact, what we're going to be looking at tonight is is because of what we're going to be starting Sunday, and uh, we're going to be starting a series in Job. I'm looking forward to that, and we'll be in Job chapter one uh, this coming Sunday and uh, Sunday morning, and then we'll uh, for the next four weeks uh, we'll be in Job two uh, the following Sunday, and then after that, I believe it's Job 19, and then we'll jump to Job 42 and look and see where Job's doubly blessed and see the, you know, see the end of, of, of the story and the blessings that Job uh, received as he repented and trusted God and, and uh, that makes a difference. But, um, but tonight we'll be in um, Job chapter 2 when Job needed encouragement and we're going to be talking about the best kind of encouragement from Job 2. So we'll be looking at that tonight. But we'll be starting um, a, a series in Job. So... If you know somebody that is going through hardships and difficulties and, and uh, they don't understand, um, 
we're going to be looking at the main characters of our life Sunday morning. There's Job, which is me and you, that's you. Uh, and then there's God and there's Satan. And you see those three in chapter one, and we'll be talking about that and, uh, and seeing from Job's experience. And, and, uh, and it'll be a blessing to us. It'll help us give a perspective when we go through difficulties that can really you know, make the difference for us. We, we learn from Job's experience. By the way, Job is the oldest book in the Bible. I don't know if y'all knew that or not, but, uh, but it is. And, uh, and we'll be looking uh, at that and, and going through a series in Job on Sunday morning. So uh, let's pray for the Lord's Day and pray for visitors. And I uh, certainly enjoyed this past Sunday. It's a great uh, blessing. Had, had a good number here, and that's always good. And uh, most importantly, the, the sweet spirit of the Lord. And, and I enjoyed Andy and, and Mark uh, with us. And uh, we'll, uh, you know, I thought about, you know, how blessed I was, and I, I was able to sit beside my wife. I don't ever get to do that in church. And, um, and I enjoyed that, just enjoyed the songs. And, and uh, you know, we'll have to do that again real soon. And, uh, and I'm, I'm thankful for that. But, um, but I'm looking forward to this coming Sunday, and I pray that God would, would bless and prepare hearts. And uh, maybe there's someone that maybe God would lay on our hearts that we might reach out to and invite them, or maybe somebody on social media. You might share the First Baptist page with them. And, uh, and tell them to tune in with us and, and watch the service online if they're not uh, physically able to, uh, to get out. But let's pray for this coming uh, Sunday as well. And then, of course, uh, we have our, um, our couple's um, steak dinner coming up March the 19th. And, um, and that'll be here before we know it. But uh, we got a good number signed up, so if you haven't signed up, it's uh, still not too late to do that. It's $15 a couple. And be a great night of fellowship together great food and and then uh jeremy Merck, pastor at nars first is going to come and and share his wife stephanie's going to be with us and so it'll just be a it'll be a special night it'll be a great night together so i'll remind you about that and um also uh we're going to be having our kids easter celebration on april the 9th that's the saturday before easter and that's also a big weekend because that's when we start our spring revival uh, we'll be having Zach Shaw, pastor at Jones Avenue Baptist Church, will be with us, and that'll start in the Sunday night service. And uh, that's uh, the 10th through the 13th of, of April. And, um, and then that, that will lead us on up to uh, Good Friday and Easter Sunday. So uh, that'll be the Sunday before Easter. And, uh, and so Zach um, is going to be moving their Sunday night service over here. And their choir is going to join with us, and there'll be special singing. It'll just be a great... Uh, night together and uh, looking forward to I love Zach he's a true friend and he's a fireball I, I appreciate him so much and uh, um, I was joking around with him and uh, I, I had took a picture of our electronic sign with his name on it it said spring revival you know Zach Shaw and I sent it to our preachers group and I said um, uh, I hear this guy's pretty expensive can some of y'all float me some Ben Franklin's you know <laughs> and um, so then today uh, uh, I put a picture of a uh, of a pallet of $100 bills, and um, and I said, thank you, Chad Campbell, for sending us, you know, that maybe this will be enough, and Zach said, go ahead and send it on to me now, if that's, um, but we had we had a laugh over that, but um, uh, so, uh, but I'm excited, to, I asked Zach, um, as soon as we finished last year, uh, I called him, the Lord laid him on my heart, and I, I asked him over a year ago if he would come, and so um, I'm excited about that, and the preparations, I know, I was talking with Donna, uh, communicating with her about 
some specials and about their choir coming and uh, I'm going to be reaching out to Mark and, and Andy, uh, Andy Bowman and Mark Burns and see if they can come one night and, uh, and then our, our youth praise team, Lord willing, be able to, to have some specials. So I'm excited about putting it together, the preparations and, and most importantly, I, I pray that we'll seek God and ask God to move and speak uh, to our hearts. And um, so just let's pray for our church family. And of course we have our preschool popcorn fundraiser and there's a information at the welcome center about that and uh, uh, Teresa has been sharing um, every day she's been sharing kind of a, a flavor of the day and so um, it's on my Facebook she tags me so if you want to see that or any of them then um, then you can check that out and, and uh, order that online um, or you can do that you know here at the church uh, this will be the last Sunday that we have the opportunity to do that and then the deadline is is the next Monday so is that, yeah, the deadline is Monday, so um, uh, so let's let's remember to support our preschool and and then also in April our preschoolers will have a special night. Uh, they'll be coming. I want to say it's the third, a- April the third, and they'll be uh, sharing with us uh, their Easter uh, songs and scripture and things that they're working on, and and that'll be special as well. And uh, it's just amazing that we're almost in March and we're talking about April and Easter and spring revival and and everything and uh so um but i just want to remind you about these things and um our students are across the street and i'm grateful that they're able to meet together and our students or our kids um uh, we have someone a special guest that's here tonight to talk about the area uh, that they're focusing on right now and their uh, mission friends and talking about missions in that in that area so that's uh, that's really good um and um uh, so let's remember our kids as well. Now, also, some of y'all are familiar that Principal Josh Oxendine will be going to Easley High School. We had uh, rising freshman night last night, and uh, and that's still bothering me that my 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 girl is going to be in high school next year. Um, but uh, but Josh was there, and he was. Um, he, I walked up to him. He had a red tie on, and I said, "Now you look better in that red tie than you do that that green tie." That picture I saw. Um, but uh, but he'll be he'll be going over there, and um, they're actually going to be. Uh, Dr. Merck contacted us, and they're going to be um, having having interviews um, tomorrow, and it will be across the street. I think he kind of wants to keep that quiet, and I just shared it all over Facebook. But uh, you know, just just pretend that you didn't hear that. But but I, I share that. You know, obviously, you know this is important for our high school leadership of our high school. So let's be in prayer. Uh, for these meetings, uh, interviews that will take place these next couple of days, and for the the choice that that they make, so um, uh, let's remember that. Um, any others tonight? Any other prayer request? It's good to see Miss Dacus. Hope you're doing good, Miss Dacus.
let's pray for Lindsay. Let's pray for her tonight as well. Remember our shut-ins also as we pray tonight. And uh, So let's go to the Lord in prayer as we begin. Heavenly Father, we thank you tonight that we can meet together and we can pray. Thank you, Lord, for the power of prayer. We know that it makes a difference. And so we give you praise, Lord, for your faithfulness. Thank you that you are able. And we think about um, Rebecca Wilson right now, this uh, surgery that she's had. We've been hearing good things and good reports, good news. We're grateful for that, and we continue to pray for her. Um, I pray that you will touch and have mercy. Pray for your healing touch. Pray for the doctors and, and uh, that you'll give them the wisdom that they need. And pray that you will protect her and Gerald while they are away and bring them back home safely to us, Lord. And uh, we pray for Helen Talbert as well and pray that you'll give her some rest. And, and God, that uh, this pacemaker, Lord, it's, it's, it's really amazing when you think about or when we think about our hearts and how it needs to be in rhythm and, and, and all that's involved were fearfully and wonderfully made and the wisdom God the knowledge that you've given to doctors Lord to uh, uh, be able to um, put some, someone uh, give someone a pacemaker and, and how all that works and it's, it's really something Lord that, um, that I can't comprehend but, uh, but we thank you for that and, and we ask God that you would just help this pacemaker Lord to give her uh, good quality of life and to feel better and uh, we just pray for her and and uh, we pray for Valerie's sister Laura that will be having surgery Friday we just ask God there'd be no surprises and Lord we pray for a good surgery and that it would uh, correct her vision and, and for a good recovery as well and and uh, we, we pray for Todd Lord that was mentioned tonight and we ask God that you'll help him and just touch him and pray for his health and uh, we pray for Gary Huff tonight uh, with this liver transplant, we pray for him and uh, just pray again for your healing touch. Pray that you would be with the doctors and give them the wisdom, Lord, that they need. And and um, we pray for Amy as well, Amy Winchester, and pray that you would just put a hedge protection about her and, and their home. And we pray for Daniel while he's away, Lord, that you'll help him, Lord, to uh, to do well and, and come back home safely to his family. And, and we pray for Lindsay that was just mentioned as well, Jonelle's friend. God, I pray that you would just be merciful. And help her, Lord, as she reads your word, God, that it would come alive to her as the Holy Spirit. Lord, as you speak and guide her, and I pray that you'll comfort her. And we just pray for her tonight, Lord. And, and um, we pray for our church, Lord. We look forward to this coming Sunday as we look in your word about uh, Job. And, and um, I just ask, God, that you would prepare hearts and that you would work. Lord, I pray that visitors would come. And, Lord, I pray that, above all, that you would be glorified. And, and we just thank you, Lord. Uh, for this time together and we just ask that you would speak and help us tonight teach us lord as only you can in jesus name amen all right we're in uh, job chapter 2 and uh, we'll we'll be starting at um, verse 11 and as we think about encouragement what would you say is the best kind of encouragement you know when you're struggling when you're down and you're going through difficulties when you think about the best kind of encouragement, what would characterize that? What would you say would be examples of the best kind of encouragement? Or what comes to mind when you think of a hug and it's going to be all right, going to be okay? That's right. Mm -hmm. Peace, right? Anything else come to mind? Wow. That's good to hear. 
And really, if he, if he gave you a million dollars, that wouldn't compare to him praying for you every day. And that, that is so valuable. That's so powerful. And, uh, and certainly, you know, the kind of encouragement that, in, that includes prayer is a powerful encouragement. And uh, somebody that's there, that's, that's with you, you know, that's by your side, that you can trust in, um, somebody that obviously, um, you know, is, is, uh, has got your best interest at heart, um, you know, there's, there's no benefit for them, they're not doing it for any other cause except they're, they want to be there for you and they care for you, uh, there's a lot that can be said about the best kind of encouragement, and, um, and I want us to, uh, think about, uh, Jesus, when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, and you know he told his disciples to sit and um, sit here while I go pray over there, you know, and uh, and then he handpicked three other disciples. You know who those three were? Kind of his inner circle. Who were the other three that he he told he told the disciples to sit here and pray, and then he he picked he handpicked three of them to come a little further. Okay, John, right? Peter, James, and John. Yep. Um, and so, um, so he he handpicked them to go a little bit further with him. Uh, Jesus um, didn't say, "Explain this to me." The reason is because he didn't need any explanation because he's God. Um, nor did he say, "Preach to me," because he certainly didn't need a sermon. You know what he needed? The Son of God. He needed friends to stay with him and so Jesus was lonely though God he was yet man and he was experiencing loneliness and he was asking just for a little companion so the disciples they came and he told them where to stay he says Peter James and John y'all come a little bit further he wanted them to be closer to him he needed you know companionship he was he was lonely and you know, and obviously we know how he struggled in the Garden of Gethsemane as he was thinking about what was about to happen as he sacrificed himself for, you know, the sin of the world. And, and Luke said that he sweat drops of blood. And then he pleaded with the Father, if there's another way, let this cup pass from me. There's obviously the physical aspect of all that Jesus was going through at that moment and then all that he went through as he was arrested and as they beat him and as they nailed him to the cross and of course the cat of nine tails and the um, you know the crown of thorns and, and they, they nailed him to the all the, the physical aspect but, but in the garden of Gethsemane I think was also uh, the spiritual aspect the agony that he was going through um, it was the war of the ages you know it was coming to this point and Jesus needed uh, companionship he was he was lonely and um, this is a reminder that when someone is suffering one of the best things that we can do is just be there I, I remember um, when I was beginning in the ministry and, and I, would, I would always be so anxious about going to receiving friends or about going to be with a family that lost a loved one um, or even speaking at funerals um, I was I was just always so anxious about that because I would think about what am I going to say, you know. But the reality is, most of the time, people don't remember what you say. 
but they remember that you were there. And so that's the best kind of encouragement is to just be there. Jonelle is there for Lindsay, you know, and, and sure, Jonelle wants to give her good counsel. And it's great to say, here's some Bible verses, because that's the greatest counsel, you know, the Word of God. Um, but Lindsay will always remember that you're there. And, and so that's, you know, I think about Galatians 6 and verse 2. Bear one another's burdens, so fulfill the law of Christ. So with that in mind, look with me here in, uh, in Job chapter 2 and, uh, and verse 11. Now when Job's uh, three friends heard of all this adversity that had come upon him, each one came from his own place. Eliphaz the Temanite, uh, Bildad the, the Shuite, and Zelphar the Naamthite, for they had, had made an appointment together to come and mourn with him and to comfort him. So they were going to be there for Job. And of course we know basically that Job, what, did, what was happening to Job? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> you know, when it all falls apart, you know, right, right Donna? I mean, um, we were reminded about that song Sunday night, the last song that, that Andy sang. And, and, uh, and, then, uh, and then, you know, you ministered to us uh, singing that song and, and share, just pouring your heart out, you know. And, um, and so the, Job's friends heard that it all fell apart. He, lost, he literally lost it all, his health, his wealth, his family. I mean, everything. And uh, one of the things that we're going to look at sun, Sunday morning uh, back in Job chapter 1 is that God is the one who thought of Job and recommended Job to Satan. I mean, imagine that. And, um, and so um, as, as God recommended Job, have you considered my servant Job? God had already said about Job that he was a righteous man that shunned evil. And, and that, there's, that, there's that conversation going on between Satan and the Lord. And, and so what, what I'm encouraged by that, that, I'll, that I'll remind us about Sunday that I want to go ahead and, and, and say tonight that encourages us is that we do have a real enemy, but he's on a leash. And he's only able to do what God permits him to do. And I've, I've heard people say it like this, that God's got Satan in his back pocket and he pulls him out whenever he wants to use him. Yeah, he's our, imagine what Satan would do if he didn't have any boundaries, if, if he wasn't on a leash, so to speak. But he ha everything has to go through the Lord because God is in control. God is sovereign. So here's Job in this condition, not because you know, God was punishing him. It was just God's will. God said, have you considered Job and you can do anything you want to, but you can't take his life. And that's exactly what the devil did. He did everything. So here Job is suffering, and his friends heard about it. And they're going to go to be with Job, and notice this, to, um, to mourn with him and to comfort him. And, uh, and verse 12 says, And when they raised their eyes from afar and did not recognize him, they lifted their voices and wept. And each came and tore his robe and, and sprinkled dust on his head uh, toward heaven. And then verse 13. So they sat there, or they sat down with him on the ground seven days and seven nights, and no one spoke a word to him, for they saw that his grief was very great. Can you imagine that? They, they went and they... Uh, they, they went to be with Job and for seven days I mean 
when they when they saw him it's like it just blew him away wow the boils on his skin all the things that that Job was dealing with and, and they hardly recognized him and, and all they could do was weep and of course we know the, the sign of mourning as they were tearing their robes and all that they were doing they were mourning with Job and, and they didn't speak a word but they were there and you know when Job's world fell apart and he lost everything that was dear to him in a matter of hours his wife only added insult to injury back in Job 2 and verse 9. Do you still hold fast your integrity? She's asking. Curse God and die. <laughs> Imagine that on a greeting card. You ever send an encouraging card to somebody? Just curse God and die. <laughs> but Job had three friends who showed up. And when they saw Job, I'm sure he was a sight. He was covered in bowls, despondent. They just sat down with him and they cried. And that was the best thing that they could have done for him. And that is often what people really need when they're suffering. Someone who will just weep with them. Like Jonelle said, somebody that will give them a hug and say, it's going to be okay. We don't always need to have the answers. The fact of the matter is, we, re we rarely do <laughs> have the answers. I mean, who are we? You know, we are fallen. We are sinful. And, um, you know, and, and so we want to fix things a lot of times and, and, and well-meaning. But the most important encouragement a lot of times is, is your time and, and just being there. When someone is hurting or suffering, we can actually cause more pain when we try to give people answers. I, I, I'll never forget this. When uh, little Emma Bowman... Uh, we found out we were in the, I mean, there must have been 50 people in the emergency room at Greenville Memorial. And uh, we didn't know. We, we, we heard that on the way that they had gotten a, a faint heartbeat, and we just didn't know. But we knew when they got word that she had passed away because we heard Kim. And we heard, we heard the cries of Houston and, and Eric and, we, and the family as they were just crushed. And the first time I saw Kim as she was walking down the hall, she said, God's punishing me. I know God's punishing me. I guarantee you she didn't need Pastor Mark to step up and say, uh-uh, no, don't you say that. Let me give you a... No, she didn't need that. And I, I, don't, I don't believe that God was punishing her. That was just the will of God. We don't understand it. Uh, probably don't understand it today. But she didn't need a sermon. And so, you, you know, the best thing was just to hug her and just let her say what she wants to say and, uh, and, and grieve and, and, and get it out. And I'll, I'll never forget that. Um, sometimes the best thing that we can do is just be there. And um, I'll never, I've, I've shared this story before. Um, I remember um, when Mark Eisler, he had a, a massive heart attack. He had just been to the gym. He, they lived in that house beside... Uh, the ballpark what's the name of that park Wood, Woodside I think it is Woodside they lived over there beside it um, kind of the second house from left field you know right over there and um, and I was on my way to Easley and I had gotten a call as I passed Ingalls over the bridge and the secretary said you need to go over to the Eislers um, the uh, ambulance has been called the first responders are there and um, it's, it's a cardiac arrest and so I, I went and he was gone. I mean, he 
God called him home, and uh, and so I, I and, and Miss Jean, uh, Miss Jean, she she had already lost her husband, and they had been through so much. He was in and out of the hospital so many times, and and yet was such a great Christian man and such a uh, such an encouragement to be around, uh, and and uh, and so he had just recently gone home and Mark was trying to hold everything together and and um, he had lost a lot of weight and had been to the gym and he just just collapsed and, and so I go in and I, I sit down beside Miss Jean and, and and she she said she's you know I, I said Miss Jean we're gonna we're gonna get through this you know uh, one step at a time and she said what step and it just kind of hit me right there you know with what she was experiencing, there wasn't a step. She didn't need a little pastor to talk about one step at a time. She needed a pastor that would empathize with her and put myself in her, in, in her shoes as if I was going through what she was going through and I didn't need steps. <laughs> what I needed was somebody to be there, you know, and just and, and hold her hand and just, and just be there with her. And um, I'll never forget, Deacon's wives were coming over there and helping clean the house and Deacons were there, and and, um, and 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 I saw a church family love on that family, love on Miss Miss Jean, um, but uh, you know it was. I just remember, you know, a, a valuable lesson. We just need to be there, you know. And so that's what I want to encourage us with as we start this series in Job, and we think about all that Job is going through, and we know <laughs> that the best thing that Job's friends was to keep their mouth shut, right? Because later when they spoke. Um, they didn't speak truth, you know, and so uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll look at that later. But uh, but think about that, you know, who the best kind of encouragement, you know, it's not so much saying that magical thing or the right thing; it's just being there. And we don't like silence a lot of times, and you know, but um, but the best thing a lot of times is is to let that that friend or that coworker or that family member know that you love them and that you're there for them. So any thoughts about that? Any other, any comments? Or All right. Um, once again, uh, looking forward to, to Sunday. And uh, let's pray for, for a great day. And I, I pray that each of you have a, a great rest of the week. And um, uh, looking forward to being back together on, uh, on Sunday. Let's pray together as we close. Father, thank you, Lord, for this time together. And thank you for your word, Lord, that guides us and, and shows us in all truth. And I pray that, Lord, that we would learn from it. And um, I just ask, God, that you'll be with each and every one of us. God, that we'll look to you and trust in you. And, Lord, I, I pray for those names that are on our prayer list and ones that were mentioned, the ones that weren't, and those going through hardships, those that are needing a touch from you, Lord. We pray for them tonight. God, I pray that you'll prepare our hearts for this coming Sunday. Lord, may you be glorified. God, may we trust you more. May we keep on believing and keep on praying, looking to you, the author and finisher of our faith. And what a privilege it is to do that. And we just thank you again in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless. Have a great rest of the week.